Welcome back, it's Fly Penguins Fly, episode 84. I'm your host, Jeff Taylor. I'm just a huge Pittsburgh Penguins fan, so I created Fly Penguins Fly, this killer Penguins game day podcast for Penguins fans and hockey fans around the world. Throw me a follow on Instagram at Fly Penguins Fly and on Twitter at Penn's Pod. Today's date is Thursday, May 5th, and tonight, your Penguins are back on the ice at the world's most famous arena for Game 2 of the opening round of the Stanley Cup playoffs. Game 1 resulted in a Pittsburgh victory, propelling them to a 1-0 series lead, resting home ice advantage from the clutches of the hosting New York Rangers. Please remove your caps, and if you are able, rise to your feet. Please welcome Merrill Artists Recordings and ECR Music Group Recording Artist Jeff Taylor to perform our country's national anthem. Oh, say can you see by the dawn's early light what so proudly we hailed at the twilight's last gleaming whose broad stripes and bright stars through the perilous fight or the ramparts we watched were so gallantly streaming and the rocket's red glare the bombs bursting in That our flag was still there Oh say does that star-spangled banner yet wave O'er the land of the free And the home of the brave Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. You may now resume listening to the podcast. Whew, chills. Gotta love that arena environment. Uh, so to prep for this episode, uh, I just watched the last two episodes of In the Room, the incredible video component offered by the Pittsburgh Penguins uh, media staff. And, you know, there was really something something that occurred to me there. But before I get to that, that was the goal horn from our home ice, uh, home barn, PPG Paints Arena. And that means it's time for me to announce tonight's starting goaltender for your Pittsburgh Penguins. It's been a while. Number 70, Louis Domingue. And uh, at this point, he's got some nicknames. There's King Louis going around. And then, of course, the phrase that has reverberated and resounded around the uh, greater NHL world, spicy pork and broccoli, not the best. Uh, That is the meal that Louis Domingue ate in between the first and second overtimes, but we will get to that. Uh, He will start in net tonight as he is the 
topmost tier healthy goaltender in the Pittsburgh Penguins organization. Uh, but where was I? Oh, uh, yes. In prep for today's episode, I did watch the last two installments of In the Room. I think the most recent one was called Rite of Passage, or I, I may have that wrong. But basically, I saw I saw the sort of video, well-produced account of the game uh, against the Islanders in which Tristan Jari sustained the injury, right? Ostensibly. That's my per-episode usage of the word ostensibly. Uh, that resulted in his being out for quite some time now, and of course in him not being able to play for this early portion of round one of the Stanley Cup playoffs. And it really kind of occurred to me there that Jari gets injured, kind of flexes the foot, skates around, talks to the staff for a second, and they ask, do you need to come out? And he says, no. And there's a real clear zoom in on on Tristan's face at that moment. And it's like, again, I've mentioned this before, and I may be overanalyzing, but he's got that British Columbia, you know, the woods of Canada, distant look in his face. Uh, not distant, uh, uh, kind of the, he's beheld the great mountains of the Canadian Rockies, that kind of a look. You know, he knows, he knows about the cascades of, northern washington and the uh and those incredible mountain ranges he just has that vibe and when i first when i first beheld jerry or 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 heard him in press conferences and whatnot i think i misunderstood or misinterpreted his mellow for kind of a uh an unsureness or even even a bit of a dare I even say, like an intellectual uh, slowness. And, and, I mean, I didn't go around shouting it. I just was like, was, what's this guy's deal? But then as I learned more about him and, and where he's from and, uh, you know, his uh, proclivity to farming and working the land and, you know, his work history in his family's grocery shop back in B.C., I just think there was a, there's a great depth to him. And the fact that he refused to come out of that game versus the Islanders and that that was the night when the Penguins clinched the, the, the W against the Isles, but their 16th consecutive playoff berth. Jari wanted to make sure he was in the crease to secure the W that night. That leads us to the present, uh, the triple overtime victory at Madison Square Garden on Tuesday evening. I mean, let's talk about another goaltender. This we, we can't even get to Louis Domingue yet because there's been so much madness. Casey DeSmith, number one, in goal for the Penguins to start game one of the first round of the Stanley Cup playoffs, puts up an unbelievable 49 of 51, uh, uh, 49 saves on 51 shots, by the New York Rangers, stopped by Casey DeSmith. Who's in the opposite net? Vesna, likely Vesna Trophy recipient for this 2021-2022 NHL season, Igor Shosturkin, who had a 79 save performance. That would be the story of the night on any other evening. Uh, but when you hear when you hear about 79 shots, you think, well, that's got to be at least an overtime if not a double overtime game. 
Folks, it was a three-overtime night. At some point, Casey, after uh, putting up those 49 saves, goes out, takes himself out of the game, kind of limping through the tunnel back toward uh, the training room. At that moment, Louis Domingue, who had sort of swum out, swam out past the breakers of waiting to go in and transitioned into I'm definitely not going in mode. In fact, between the first and second overtimes, uh, I think it was Emily Kaplan from ESPN who now infamously asked the question, all you guys tend to eat food in between these multiple overtimes in situations like this, right? What did you eat? And of course, Louis Domingue with the answer, spicy pork and broccoli. Not the best, he said. Really funny. <laughs> I mean, a lot's been made of it already. The fact that today's sort of like a just pre-game game day podcast almost makes it passe or, or old news for me to even talk about it. But it's just so good, right? What else? I mean, the Penguins go on to win this game. But, you know, the beating that the Pens took in the first period was astonishing. Johnny Marino had his noggin knocked in a couple of times. Jake Gensel went down. And then, of course, as everybody's been discussing, Lindgren from the Rangers put a huge hit on Ricard Raquel along the boards. Definitely Lindgren left his feet. If that's not grounds enough for league review, I, I don't know what is. I mean, the hit was to the chin at the very least, if not higher. It was a clean part of of Lindgren's body. I will give that. A lot of people were thinking, was it the elbow, uh, uh, something like that. He didn't hit him with the elbow. The elbow was flared out, but it was most definitely the numbers on Lindgren's shoulder that connected with Raquel's body. And it did not look like a particularly menacing, uh, murderous, violent attempt to hurt Raquel. It was, however, a for keeps hit. I listened today to Jeff Marek and Elliot Friedman and that excellent uh, Jeff Marek show, formerly known as Hockey Central at noon. Uh, if you don't tune into that show, any of the Sportsnet radio networks across Canada, just get the uh, Simplecast app, or, or, or rather, sorry, uh, I think it's Simple Radio or Tune In, and you can just listen to, to radio stations all around the world. Jeff Marek is excellent, and he was describing today how, you know, Ricard Raquel as an Anaheim Duck in recent years didn't have a ton or any playoff experience. Forgive my ignorance. Again, hockey fan here, not not hockey journalist. Jeff Taylor, host of Fly Penguins Fly. How you doing? But uh, yeah, Raquel, you know, maybe an example of a player in this year's playoffs who I'm not saying he didn't mentally prepare himself or elevate himself for the playoffs, but you have to you have to have your head up uh, big time, right? You almost have to be going in for the hit on Lindgren as much as Lindgren's trying to hit you. You got to play the puck, sure. You got to play the puck, but you know that far away from the net, uh, you got to know that they're coming for you. They are. I don't want to say headhunting. I'm not I'm not accusing the Rangers of fully headhunting Ricard Raquel there, but the whole team like everybody's headhunting, you know? The Rangers just happen to be imbued with a tremendous amount of youth, vigor, strength, 
what have you. And they're coming for you. All right, we got to get along here. Um, although the Penguins went down 2 nothing in the first period, they came out a very different team in the second and the sheer beauty of that Gensel goal. But also Crosby feeding Latang for an almost sure goal just before that. Then gets free and makes another gem of a pass to 59 to Gensel for the tally. Makes it 2-1. I mean, if you're Gerard Gallant, you got to ask yourself, how is Crosby left wide open for both of those golden chances? Ooh, the slap donk just scared the fur off my back. Uh, so the lingering hit on Raquel, discussed that already. The insanity of the 2-3 overtime thing. DeSmith goes out. Louis Domingue comes in with a belly full of spicy pork, and that belly gets hit almost immediately with a ranger shot. He gets a nice square opportunity, kind of a chill opportunity to get his bearings, takes a shot right away, saves it, and then proceeds to make 16 more saves. Finishes what ends up being a Penguin triple overtime victory with 17 saves. Johnny Marino, who played through those early head-rocking hits, Went to the bench looking pretty woozy early in the first period. Puts a shot on net from the point. Gino, the Machino. Did I say Gino, the Machino? Gino Machino with the big uh, tip in. Kind of an atypical finish for the Russian bear. Gets it done. Penguins win nothing. Uh, one nothing. The morning after, I head into town uh, on Wednesday to meet up with a good friend of mine for a cup of coffee. And... She and I uh, finish up near Bryant Park, and I happen to bring my dog along with me. And afterwards, uh, Louise, my little pup, and I took a lap around MSG just to take in some of the ambiance. I saw the stanchions up there and the uh, sporting goods store nearby. It's sort of been transformed into a meeting place for Rangers fans. I'm, sh- I'm assuming that right now as we speak, it's about quarter to 5 p.m. on game day for game two. That place is probably mobbed with blue, red, and white. Um, anyway, it turns out when I was walking around the garden yesterday, that was exactly the moment when the penguins were on the ice. I saw the team bus, uh, out there as well. But, uh, tonight it's Louis Domingue in net. It's Alex Diorio. Sorry, I mispronounced it. Alex Dorio. Uh, even though it's D apostrophe, apparently according to Taylor Haas, who I, uh, heard this morning on the podcast on fifth Ave. Um, Alex Dorio recalled from Wilkesbury as the backup this evening. And folks, that's, that's what's up. It's fairly likely that Jason Zucker plays this evening. We will not see Tristan Jari for sure. We will not see Casey DeSmith for sure. He's also out day to day. And as far as I understand, Ricard Raquel will not play tonight. Um, and folks, that is going to wrap things up for me here on this game day podcast. Remember, uh, Throw me a follow on Instagram at FlyPenguinsFly, on Twitter at PensPod. And if you've got a friend who needs to know about this awesome new Penguins podcast, now a full regular season in and into the playoffs. So happy to be with you guys on episode 84. Thank you for joining me throughout. Uh, Please tell your Penguin fan friends, hockey fan pals about Fly Penguins Fly. The more black and gold in the house, of course, the better. All right, Penguins fans, you can watch tonight's 7 p.m. puck drop opening round playoff game on TNT throughout the nation for Pittsburghers, for Yinzers, 
With access to cable, you can still watch round one games on AT&T SN. After that, it's going to be turned over to the national broadcasts exclusively, as far as I understand. One thing that will not change throughout the playoffs, as deep as the Penguins can manage to go, you can tune in and get the radio feed. It's one of my very favorite ways to do so via terrestrial radio or on the web at 1059BXFM. Enjoy tonight's away game versus the Blue Shirts. And, of course, let's go, Pens! 